0: Usually 9:15, but something after that. I okay, Tov. Good morning, everyone. Come. Take, uh, there's one more Safer left here, and there's handouts over here for whoever needs. Good morning. Shkayach for coming. There's there's uh, we have the honor of mentioning again our sponsorships for the month, the month of Kislev by Helene and David Br- David Brenner, memory of protection, the Merit and protection of Tovia Ruven Ben Chaya Hadasa serving in Aza. Miriam and Avram Deutsch in honor of 30 years of their Aliyah. Mindy Barad in thanks to Hashem for miracles past, present, and future for Am Yisrael, The week is sponsored by the Aaron family in honor of Yosef's birthday and for the safe return of our soldiers and kidnapped and by Michael Levy in memory of the oitzit of his grandfather, Dov Ben Zeleg Halevi. Okay, so we're going to, we, we began this journey with Rev Kluger two weeks ago. Last week, unfortunately, it wasn't Shira, sure, but we're going we're gonna to pick up today from where we started last time. Just a quick recap on where we were last time. This is a, it's a beautiful, beautiful piece that we're discussing about the Koach LaFrid Ben Adam Ven Matzavav. This is like with Kluger's Getting Out of Yourself 101, Getting Out of Yourself 101 but not forgetting about yourself, understanding what, it, what this actually means in a Jewish way, in a, in a holy way, in a Hasidic way, you know. What does it mean to get out of yourself? It's so easy to say to someone, just get out of yourself, get out of yourself, stop thinking about yourself, you know. But, but the way Rav Kluger is bringing this down for us, we began by understanding that Avram Avinu's introduction to, under, to, to, his, to this relationship with Hashem was, Vayyotzeo achutza. Remember, we learned that Avraham Avinu was told by Hashem, okay, c- come outside. And Rashi explained to us that Hashem was telling him, go out of, like he says over here, shel olam. go out of however this world, how much this world confines you. Vigbio and he took, us, he took him up higher than the stars. And looking at the world from a place of being outside of it, like looking towards something, but not from... And this is something where, listen, this, this avoda does not get easier these days. This is like, this avoda seems to be very, very, very difficult right now to be able to be mashkif, be able to look at what's actually transpiring to you, as opposed to identifying yourself with what's transpiring in you. Very, very big difference, Nakhon. Right? Very, very big difference. That's what we began learning uh, two weeks ago. Uh, it's important to really. Be, it'd be important to. I mean, you do, if you if not, you idea of the sefer to do chazara on this, because the way he built it up for us two weeks ago was explaining to us how easy it is to get lost in ourselves, in our thoughts. How easy it is to to get so lost, to have so much happening to us inside, to have so many things taking place inside, and not being able to understand what's going on inside of us. Because I'm so lost in the shetef of machshavot. I'm so lost and I'm drowning in, in so many things that are taking place inside of me. But Rav Kluger is a very much Lemaise kind of tzadik. He's not just describing things. He's always giving us the how. Rav Kluger is very big on how. So how do I do this work? How do I do this work to be able to look at something, choose to see whether I want to stay there or not? Like he said, sometimes we're lost and wrapped in something that if I had a choice on it, I would actually choose to stay in it. Like Kedusha, like Semcha, like Dveikus. There are also times where I'm not sure if what I'm feeling is proper Semcha, so how could I choose to understand, how could I make that decision to say I'm not going to be completely schlepped and overcome by this emotion. Many of us are under the impression that it's impossible. Once you're in it, you're in it. right? You're in it. E'n mara'asot. And like we said two weeks ago, this sheer is so much easier said than done. This is like an almost like I would say like a trigger. Like don't feel so good when you leave this sheer mm-hmm. meaning, you know what I mean. Like when, don't don't feel so great about what you're feeling because you're learning about it. The the avoda is when when I find myself completely swamped, m'mash, with shetaf amachshavot, with this with this sea of of, of thoughts and, and feelings v'chulei. Dafka Ben to see, okay, let me, let me remember what, what we said in Shia. So how does a person, how, does a, how is a person able to really take themselves out in order to understand what's happening to them inside? This is really like Rabbi Nachman 101. This is Rabbi Nachman psychology, if you will, 101. Very, very like La'inyan. You want, want to give her the Sefer? Okay. We're on page Lamed Dalid in the Sefer. Page Dali, The first page, the print printout that you have on the left column. Because Rabbi Nachman now is going to say to us this, uh, sorry, Rabbi Rav Kluger is going to say to us this is how a person goes about this avoda, of choosing, of being able to choose um, if they want to stay in this place or they don't want to stay in this place. This is Mamash is He's giving us the world of freedom right now. He's offering us something, a tool that is so, so worthwhile investing in to understand. After we understood the two faces over here, meaning after we understand these two different sides of the coin. Yeah? Yeah, we're, it's different. Well, maybe, sorry, maybe, maybe it's a new print. Let me see. I'm yeah. so sorry. Sorry, sorry, one second. This probably this is probably a new printing. But it's, I'm sure it's in here. One second. It's it's gimel in this book. Thank you. Khovgimo. Sorry about that. Khavgemo. This is probably yeah, you just have a newer a newer printing. That's what it is. I have an older printing. Okay. I hope I hope it's yeah, I hope you didn't like delete like I hope you didn't edit like like thirty columns and within what we're learning, (laughs) it'd be a little bit weird. But we'll do our best. Let's try to give a taste in order to figure out the following. What is the power? What is the strength that disconnects a person from being inside and absorbed by something and places him outside? and looking at it, like Avram Avinu had. He says, what is that, what is that thing? This is like so fundamental. He says, what is the thing that enables a person to pull themselves out of being completely swamped by the constant, constant voices, and then the, all these things that are going on inside of him? He says, davening, speaking. Actually using your mouth, using words. And you'll notice that his bodudus is most difficult when you're certain that you don't have a choice in something. When you're already convinced that this is who you are, this is the mitsuut and it can't change, you'll notice that his bodidus is the hardest thing to do at that moment. Because itbodudut is basically calling it out and saying it's itbodud is saying, I actually have free choice to discuss if this is what I want to be in or not. But when you're convinced that you're doomed, this is your lot, this is what it is, you'll notice it's the hardest to, to do it. It's, easy, it's easier to daven, meaning shachos minchan ma'ev. Because shachos minchan ma'ev is just words that are prepared for me. I don't have to come from out here, within here, to discover something new. So he's going to develop this. When I'm literally in the, at the height of pain in the soul. I, how do I know that it's, I'm, I'm really, really hurting? That I can't talk about it. You ever, can you relate to this? That I can't talk about it. I can't talk about it. I feel it. I sense it very well. It just won't reach my mouth. It, it's everywhere. I feel it in all of me, but I can't speak about it. <laughs> but when I'm able to speak about it, and I can actually give it a definition, this is what's happening, this is what I'm feeling, or this is what it makes me feel, only then, then, then that's a sign that I'm, it's not that I'm done with it; it's that I'm out of it being that which consumes me. Hufrad himeno. I'm separated from it. and I'm looking at it from the outside. I think I shared this with you a, a long time ago. There was a a weekend. It's I I really feel bad that I that I did this. It wasn't I wasn't obviously I wasn't mechalal Shabbos, but. In Los Angeles, many many years ago, someone uh, got me to go to the Landmark Forum. You know what the Landmark Forum is? Yeah. You did it? Yeah. yeah. Landmark Forum is is I I it's, it's it's there's a lot, of, a lot of a lot of a lot of sparks, but it's not it's not really the vessel for us yet Landmark Forum. I don't even know how to describe this. Uh, Eckhart's whole, you know, this whole. Mm. It's basically three days, Friday, it was Friday, Shabbos, and Sunday, of a workshop. But it was in a hotel in by the, the airport uh, uh, in Los Angeles. And a friend of mine that's also shown was Shabbos, one that got me to go to it. We went, we stayed in a hotel, we made our own like quick seudahs here and there. Mamash, it wasn't, I'm so happy I, I went to know that that's really not, you know, w- w- it's not for us. Like, I, I was giving out Rabbi Nachman booklets when I was there. And I felt like <laughs> I have to do a schlichus there. So Stewie, my friend Stewie, gave me all these booklets so to give out of Rabbi Nachman's teachings. Because the place is packed with yidin. Packed. Half the teachers were yidin. But there's one thing that I remember from the second session of the day that was very, very hard for people to absorb. And he basically took a blackboard. There were still, still blackboards then. With uh, chalk. Did you just get even like hearing that word you feel, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> chalk. And they, he drew, and it was, I remember this, uh, he did two big circles. And he said in one circle he wrote down, your experience, sorry, no, this is what happened to you, this is how you interpreted it, right? That's the classic, that's how they start a lot of these things, right? There was almost a fist fight. Left a few minutes after he did this, because what he said was, "What happened to you, is not necessarily ever how you interpret it." Right now, is that that, that seems that's pretty true. To Meaning, koychabachira of a person is doesn't happen. It's not it's not on the first thing. Koychabachira is on the second circle. How I interpret it. One guy, I remember this African American brother got up, and he he wanted to punch the the the. the the guy leading, his name was Richard. <coughs> he, said, he said, Richard, you better you better stop right now. He said, What no? This is this is but what do you mean? Show me how it's wrong. He said, My daddy beat my mommy my whole childhood. That you want to tell me that it's my choice what to fill in the second circle? Meaning the experience that what happened was I saw my father beating my mother, my whole childhood. And the second one, the second circle was your perish to it, and that it's not necessarily true. So he's saying to himself, you know, now you understand the you understand the tension, because Richard said, "I'm telling you, your choice was to create, was to fill in the blank in the second circle," and the more that he was kept on saying it, it triggered this guy so much that he had to be held back. I remember this. Okay, now is that did is Richard's Hashva, what he did, was that necessarily wrong? Think about it. It's not wrong, but in, in life it's not just about right or wrong. Like Rabbi Nachman says, there's emes, and there's emes l'amito, right? Is it wrong that the way he explained that when you give a perush to an experience, that's my bechira? That I have bechira to give explanation, to give a perush to any experience? It's an interesting question, because think about what we're going through right now. Do any of us have a Bechira in terms of the Simchas Torah is the first circle and then the second circle is, well, it's your Bechira to put in what is there. No, it's beyond Bechira. Certain things when you're in touch with Nishmas Am Yisrael, it's actually beyond Bechira. The pain of someone else, the pain of the Am, if you have Bechira, whether to choose to draw that out as, as horrific or not, I would say there's something a little bit wrong with you. It doesn't negate the world of imuna that you have. But within the context of Imuna, so some things, I don't really have a choice about how I, how I, I have a choice about how it may paralyze me. But I don't have a choice when it comes to giving a perush as to what it is. But whatever we're speaking about right now, you don't have any way of removing yourself from being absorbed and consumed by it without your mouth, without speaking about it. Now, some, most people say that means going and talking to someone about it. Who was able to speak about any of this even till today? People can't speak about any of this. <clears throat> it's another part it that has to do with, with with touching upon the nishmas Am Yisrael. That it, it's still we're not we're not past it. It's still very much in it. But what he's saying over here is that when I'm going through a personal struggle, and it's and maybe when I remove myself from the picture and I start speaking about it, I will come to the same exact conclusion of pain and of sorrow, but I won't be a Baal Bekhira on it until I start speaking about it. So far so good? I mean, not good, but so far understood? I can't... I, until, I, until I'm able to speak about my feelings, about what I'm going through, I'm a slave to it. I'm a slave to it. I, I have no choice over it. Said it? I know it's heavy stuff, but what, um, what's bothering you? What's bothering me, uh, partly, is the whole, partly, it's the how shall I call it, the ramifications of the perush. hmm Okay. mm mm-hmm. um, There's the famous story of these two brothers uh, whose father was an alcoholic, and one became famous and wealthy and, and a mm-hmm. good deed-doer, do- do- and the right. other one became an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. And if you ask each one of them, how did you become the way you are? I said, well, look at my father. Mm-hmm. Each one of them right, said that. Right, right, <laughs> um, The second thing is Vaidoma Haron. I can't plug that into this paradigm here. In other words, and I'm sure we've all had this Vaidoma Haron mm-hmm. in the last month and a half. Mm-hmm. So how did Arona Coin get out of this? i want to say, i want to say something a little bit a little bit heavy not heavy but let's not let's not think about our coin or anyone else other than other than how i'm how i am with with these kind of teachings because this is very personal stuff has with this year we learned a completely new pshat from the Rashbama. the way that's a that's a completely but for us to do the work here I have to think about I just have to, I have to go here. I hear your question. But I don't think but, it, it definitely doesn't, but why don't you think? you can't speak right away you're still, Right. Right. I'm sure he did. If he's a person I could that was able to relate to people, which Aaron Akron was known to be the one, then no one would be, be able to relate to him if his two sons died and his life continued to be in a state mm-hmm. forever of silence, of Ayidom Aaron. I'm sure he had a bodhis on it. I'm sure he did, but, but the Torah tells us by telling us that Ayidom Aaron has its, has its own Torah. Um, okay, let's continue to go inside. T'chushotav, is that the new paragraph by you? T'chushotav shel adam, a person's inner feelings and emotions, hem hamiyat nafsho rucho benishmato. Hemiat in this context, is like the orchestra of his soul and his spirit. But when when you're so fully in it, he doesn't reveal to the outside, even to his own outside, what he's going through. Did you ever go to some of these, like, these these gatherings or rallies that happen after an atrocity and someone's getting up and he's saying all the right things because that's what needs to be said. And you're sitting there and you're like, I don't know what this person's talking about. I don't relate to any word, even though he's saying all the right things, I don't relate to any word this person's saying, right? That's when someone else is doing it. But did you ever, like when someone in the last six weeks from America <clears throat> has called you and asked you how you're doing and then you started to be nice and explain to them and realize this is absolutely ridiculous. Not really <laughs> no, 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 not, not about, they're I'm not releasing. Really no, no, but the point, really what I'm trying to say is, trying. you could say words, and it's bichlal, not, exactly. it's bichlal, not true. Oh. It may be right, but it's oh. not that's true. Lip it's lip service. Mm-hmm. He's saying that's what happens right. quite often when a person's really, really deep, <clears throat> deep inside their tchushot you start listening to, to the sense your mouth just made, and they know that they don't have any real expression. I almost had this experience yesterday. I was at a shiva and they asked me to speak and I was thinking for a second, Oh, what, what, do, what do the people here need to hear? That was my initial thought, right? And then I said, I'll never forgive myself if that's what I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. If I if I speak based on thinking, what do people here need to hear? Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if what I, ended up, what I ended up saying was what they needed to hear or not, but it was what I needed to say. Now, was that the right decision? I don't know, I, I can't tell anymore. It's, I'm not, a, it's very hard to know every single second that Milchama Penimi is about what people need to hear as opposed to what do I need to say. But here he's saying that you could hear yourself talk sometimes mm-hmm. and you realize, you're not talking about the thing. You're not really outside of it. You're talking from still inside. It's like someone else just gave up and gave that shmos. You ever listen to yourself and you're like, wow, someone else just spoke. Someone else just said this. It came out of my mouth. It's my words, but someone else just said this. That's because their own inner world is not yet revealed to them. Why? It's too deep. You're still too deep in what you're going through before it's able to be expressed. You're still in it. It's just like if you had to do this, you know, thinking about this like on a space level. You're you're way too deep in order to speak in a way that expresses the bigger picture of what you're going through. davar dibur el dibur just like you're not able to speak about... It, it hasn't come yet to a level of expression. In, in words to other people, guess who else hasn't been able to have the conversation? You and yourself. You and your ribonashleinah. It's like it's one thing we think, whatever, I can't talk to other people, but I could talk about it with Hashem. He's saying the more something really, really hurts, it's not true. He's saying you can't even. You're not even able to speak about it with your own self, with your own soul. Your own soul needs a dibur as well. Your relationship with Hashem needs a dibur as well, and you haven't been able to speak about it to, 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 to anybody. Hamatzav eno bar bitui vegilui gam ha'adam The situation you're in is unexpressible, even for, between you and yourself. Eno I can't get up from where, I, where I'm in. Why? Because I'm <laughs> kavul tachtav. I'm buried beneath it, meurebo That means it's completely still part of me. I'm not separated from it. Now, Rav Kluger has a theme throughout a lot of his teachings: is koach the very, very important mm-hmm. thing that that means. I have the strength to mafreed myself to remove myself from that which I think has taken me captive. Sorry to use such words. That's a, that's a, well, one of the expressions of a person's Bechira Chofshit in this world. That's almost like the celebration of, hu- of humanity is that we have we have this actual koach. And understanding what that koach is all about and then using it in the proper way. In a good way. Because it could also be used in a bad way to remove myself from something. Is it also, is it, meaning like it's a v'vush? Just, just that like meaning... here dibur is gilui not levush levush in lubavitch that's more that, that would be more shayah but here the way that rabbi nachman speaks about it is that dibur, and we're going to see this is actually leadership <coughs> and speed and it's a revelation in, in this count but it's good you brought that up meaning it's true Achshav and the other explains the garments of the soul that's true here it's actually a revelation towards understanding what's really happening inside. He's going to develop it. Only once we reach a place that the situation that I'm in, my soul starts to become quiet again, and the situation happens, begins to come separate from me. Only then... Is there a possibility to give this an expression and a revelation to others? The power of speech. He calls it power of speech is the power of separating us. Separating us, or power of separation. He's going to say, this is one of the big, big things that God had in mind when he created human beings. For this koach itself but so often we don't use that specific thing that Hashem had in mind when he thought of creating human beings we don't use it, so when we don't use it, what is the difference between us and an animal because that mm-hmm. that's exactly the Nikuda that differentiates us from animals I'm not, it's not about bashing animals, I'm just explaining about the creations of of Hashem, okay. This is no, what he's, this next paragraph is so beautiful. Chushe haAdam, Shmiyav veReiyah, Mishush Reach v'Tam of the senses. Hinam Chushe Klita. Those are senses of absorption. Absorption. Liklot Minachutz to receive to accept something from outside in. Hayachid Hamolid Bitui Min HaPnim El but the only thing that does the opposite, that expresses something from the inside towards the outside, hu koach Do you, you understand what he just said? You have, to, you have to just take that in for a second. Everything else that we're constantly using all day long with sight, with hearing, with smell, with taste, and touch is always, what's that? And giving it a perish, from outside in. Koach does the exact opposite. It's saying, well, what's going on inside? And I'm giving it a perish to come out. He's not he, it's it's interesting, it's like he added, he said, this is the sixth sense. Koachibur, right? It's the sixth sense. So you're supposed to talk about the feelings and the emotions, the senses that you're you're feeling or the reactions you're having? If you're able to. Okay. If you're if you're able to. Not a person's not always able to. Now I don't think yet he's forcing, he's not saying. And whenever you're, whenever you're Aaron, or whenever you're not able to, there's something wrong with you. He says, no, there's matzavim in life that you just can't. Like, this is what it is. Listen, we're talking about it in a very bad thing. You know when else this happens? Like if you completely are swept away with love for something, the same thing happens. The same thing happens. when you, you want to, Like let's say like you know you like there's stories about like people meeting their rabbis. Right? If you go and interview like like Haravan uh, Azir when he, when, he, when he met Rav Kook you think he'd be able to really, really express what was happening to him when he met him? Or Ibn Nassim when, when he met Rabbi Nachman? Like he'd be able to really express and explain <coughs> it? No. So it happens on both sides. And you can use the um, positive ones to strengthen the negative. For sure. You can use the Bukhira. You have to use the bechira to say, do I want to choose to stay here or not? That that could also be okay in a, in a good way, right? That could also be okay. So again, kavana <laughs> legalot He's saying this power of strength is also the recognition that shines so, illuminates so bright to reveal something to myself. Like, we think we know ourselves. We think we understand ourselves. And Rav Kluger is saying it's a misconception when we're just under the assumption because something's happening to me. I know what it is. If I'm not able to even se- describe it to myself, mm-hmm. I don't really understand what's going on inside of me. And it's not really clear to me. Yeah. Yeah. The Netara, <coughs> like, I am speaking to a better connection to Hashem, right? The that when you're in, uh, talking about October 7th, and you're overwhelmed, and you're, you can't speak the Daka, then you need to feel... Mostly the connection to Hashem in order to feel safe, uh, whatever. So the process is only after you go through it, and like he says, uh, or whatever. It is. Right, right. So only then you can speak. But I would think it would be mm. the opposite. Like, but let me ask you a question. So you don't have to choose me to. Let me let me ask you an important question. Is there a difference between revealing, like speaking t- to yourself or speaking to Hashem in this context? Mm-hmm. It's an ashleyah. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, a, it's an illusion, thinking that it's different. It's not different. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the same. Look, we still, mm-hmm. let's, let's, let's admit it, like, we're still, to a certain extent, think of Hashem, when we speak about Hashem, as something that's ki'ilu, outside of me. And I'm inside of me, right? But it's it's not that, you know. The, the messianic era is realizing, like, oh, da'at Hashem is realizing that it's, it's here and I'm bringing it out, not it's out and I'm bringing it in. That's what it is with other things in creation. Like, the second I stopped thinking and relating to a God that's outside of me trying to come in, mm-hmm. as opposed to a God that's inside of me trying to come out, I'm going to have a lot of trouble until I until I come to that akara. So I actually think that if I look at Hashem as the way you described it, you're right, Amash. It's it's a very it's a very important I think it's a very important understanding a portrayal of what this whole thing is. You know, the Piasetsner has a beautiful piece on this on this Shabbos in Vayesei in his Sefer Der Hamelach exactly about this. Whatever, I'm not going to, it's all another sham. Is that the goal? <coughs> is this yeah. our goal? To it's be right. able to realize this and activate it, actualize Well, it? we have to understand what the goal is. It, that's the goal, but without the how, we don't understand what that means. Let's continue to discover the how. Mm. Okay? Koach ze Yesh le This koach, to reveal and to express, can only happen rak al yideshima freeditha adam. The only way that I'm able to reveal and express what is actually happening inside of me, to understand it, to express it, only happens when I, when I separate myself from what's happening to me. When I actually do go back to those two circles, and I look at it from the outside, and then, I, he's going to say, and then I make a decision do I want to stay here or do I not want to stay? Someone I, I was learning with someone this week, and he said to me, he came back, Whatever he was in Uman, V'erosh and when he was there, he, he knew he wanted to make some big decisions. So he said, and he, and he made a bunch of decisions this, uh, this year. He said to me that one of the decisions that he made was that he, uh, he, he decided not to get off social media, but he said, I'm going to decide to ask myself how I feel after spending 15 minutes on social media and being honest with myself, that was his achlata. So he came. He, he kept on noticing after 15 minute minute uh, sessions that he was having that he he realized I never felt good. He just he just called it. Meaning he 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 took himself out of it. He separated himself from being completely absorbed by it, and he came to the recognition that i never he never felt good and then it was easy for him to make a decision to to be done with it that was like the great example of yeah. he separates himself from it i know none of you know what i'm talking about <laughs> me too i have no idea what this story means now look how we back back to animals <coughs> the animal kingdom gam nefesh so'ara Do you know how many emotions and feelings animals have? It's a wild universe. It's a kingdom of emotions. Then animals have? Betach. The only difference is what they feel is who they are. There's no difference between the two. The the uh, tiger is angry, and the, how do you say, the, the sheep is frightened. <laughs> the sheep, the lion, the tiger, they're feeling all their feelings, but they don't have the, capa- the ability to go outside of their feelings. Their feelings is who they are. There's no difference between them. There's no other ani for these animals. Animals don't have somewhere higher to aim towards, to reach, to to a place of uh, like wondering, how do I feel about this? Do I want to make a change in my, in in the way that I respond and react, or or making a choice. I like this feeling that I have. They don't have that. That's an an animal. And they are, by the way, it's nothing bad. That's how Hashem created them. That's how Hashem created them. That is not how Hashem created human beings. Um, Would you say that could be the difference between those two boys? Whereas one was able to take himself out of the situation. Could be. And then he was able to excel in life. Whereas the other one was always emotionally feeling it. So it was always a ton of response, which they took with them for the rest of their life. I think so. Okay. I think no? What do mm-hmm. you think? Yeah. Ubazenna yeah. And here is where a man is higher than one. <coughs> I have my own ani. That's that's not my, that's not just what I'm my feelings and my emotions. Which is separated and much more exalted than any of the curveballs that, li- that life throws my way. Now, do I believe that or not? Am I? Do I have access to something higher and stronger and greater than any curveball that life throws my way or not? So, if you say no, it means that Hashem created you as an animal. I'm sorry. No, no. Like I mean, that's, I know that's. But but that no, it should be. Great, like, as a kif, I'm not an animal. Hashem didn't create me as an animal. Like in me is a, is a whole world of uh, tools that I just don't access, but I have to learn how to access them to make this perud and then make this decision and saying, it's what an amazing thing. This is what Hashem had in mind when He created human being. I could be outside of it. This is what Hashem had in mind. Yeah, I, I think that all of us have experienced this higher level of, like. You know, we were throwing a massive curveball and just the fact that we get up in the morning and do everything that we need to do and especially like mothers of soldiers or whatever like just the fact that you like functioning. Yeah, like you'd get up and get dressed. Like that's amazing. You know, that's definitely. We have to point that out more. Lot, I agree. Uh, I agree. I think we just take it for granted that we're all just living you know, heroic lives. Not take it for granted. We're just we're, we're ready in such a. We're in it so much already that we don't realize, like, that, you know, that's why I kept on saying, like, I'm so thankful people are coming to learn. What do you mean? This is what we do. Well, you just had a curveball of all curveballs. And, you know, the animal in you would, would maze the animal in any human being at this saying, would say, I'm so taken up by the horror, I can't leave pared mizah. I can't separate myself from this. I can't function. But you are. And it's not because you're ignoring some Torah. I don't think anyone's ignoring Simchastor. I don't know anyone that's ignoring Simchastor. Maybe we haven't dealt with everything. That's because we're still in it, but we're not ignoring it. Too bad it didn't make it into the morning blessings. Thank you, God, for not making me an animal. Yeah. We'd be we'd be more aware on a day on a minute by minute basis. You know, we thank God for other things. He didn't make us. Wait, is, it, is it is it is it not in the in Birkas in Birkas Shachar or in Men As I am. Like right. Mm. Yeah. Right. I... we well, <laughs> thinking I should Yeah, for the yeah but, but I, man, I was thinking I'll tell you. Or is that us? We say that. No, it's interesting. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. That. Maybe like if, if I actually <laughs> I thought about that more in the morning, then the rest of my day would be like a like a I'd feel more Wow! Yeah, that's how I start my day reminding myself: I it's another day that I could actually choose to give it the perush throughout the day instead of it dictating to me what I'm gonna what it's gonna be like. Mm-hmm. So no, maybe it's time you you start your yeah. perush and yeah, <laughs> add it to my don't add it yet with Shema <laughs> Shim. <laughs> meaning like add it. I don't know if you should put the I to our free well. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well again, and i am standing above my emotions and my feelings to contemplate to think to decide and to make decisions to choose that's who we are we are medabrim this is what makes us higher than all other creations that we are spirits that speak that's what actually differentiates us like we know the famous teaching when it says that man became a spirit that was alive what does the say? will say that is to a spirit that speaks that's what makes us alive So again, what does that mean in our context? That I, what makes me defines me as being someone that's alive, with a lively spirit, is that I could speak. Speaking, we understand, is basically leading myself into the place that I can choose where I want to be and what I want to be. That's it. This is interesting. Imalil, this language of speaking is the language of crushing and removing the seed from um, huh? You're removing it? It says Peru. peru? Sorry, Peru. peru. Meichav um, How do you say that? Uh, huh? Yeah, grinding to remove the the seed from, how do you say mot, Uh Husk. Husk? Husk. Yeah. Whatever the act is, however the, whatever examples he's giving from the Psukim, he's saying that speaking is this power of, clarif- of clarification, of removing, of separating, of making something clear. And therefore, Rabbi Nachman's famous teaching is that dibur, speech, refers to leadership, like we say, Without the ability to know if I should go right or I should go left, you can't, us, the most elevated of creations, we can't be who we're supposed to be. We can't lead ourselves. We can't lead ourselves. We can't. We can't pave the way for ourselves without the ability to realize that within me, I have the power of choice. Is this what I want to do or is this what I don't want to do? Simple questions. Now, a person that thinks they can come to all those conclusions just by thinking about it in their head and not speaking about it is, is missing a lot. Because the power to be able to make it as clear as possible is actually speaking these things out and not just being under the assumption that you can come to that same level of clarity just by having the train of thoughts go through your head. That's very important. This Rebbe Nachman was very, very big on this. He spoke of this in order to give a person the tools of leading themselves in the way that they want to be led. That's that's the concept of this Dibur. <laughs> This power cannot, you can't have this power of choice, of choosing the right things in life, without the power of removing yourself, removing where you're at from being absorbed with your inner world war. This is the secret of the root of that and the power of speech and revelation. This is like Rabbi Nachman saying, this is, this is why you were given a mouth. You were given a mouth to be able to take yourself out from being consumed by your thoughts. Lulei without, if not so, ye kalu shel midot You'll be prisoned, You'll be in jail. You'll be jailed by your own thoughts and, and feelings all day long. Kavul kehem, You'll be handcuffed. You'll be handcuffed by your own emotions. Mushpa <laughs> mehem, influenced by them, the pa'ul mikocham belo and you'll be working, you'll be operating from the way that these things make you feel without any choice. ba'al <laughs> chai. This there's one song from, from Bob Marley <laughs> that I remember. <coughs> Really I, I remember when I first heard it, I was like, "Oh my God, this is so deep." And so, I'm sure it is for people that don't have Torah. It's it is. But there's one line there that he says, um, "Burning and looting. Uh, what was it about?" I woke up this morning, and uh, I saw chains over me. But he but it's referring to chains that I put on myself. I forgot the lyrics. But it's like some. <laughs> Something about saying, like, I'm in my own chains, right? So what does it mean that I'm in my own chains? I'm handcuffed. I'm handcuffed by by, thoughts. I'm handcuffed by emotions. I'm completely handcuffed by them. And I haven't yet discovered that Hashem's decision to create me as a human being is the key to the handcuffs. Mamash. The key to my handcuffs is remembering God didn't make a mistake with the way that He created me. He created me with a mouth. When that mouth is supposed to unlock me from all the shackles that I myself have put on myself, without even realizing it. Now, victim consciousness is, no, their actions put the shackles on me, mm-hmm. like boy number two, mm-hmm. right? That's maybe when we speak well, like Cliff. You no, know, there's a difference. Doesn't necessarily mean this person saying they did it. Oh, actually, he did say that. Yeah, yeah, no. But just you're trapped by the feeling. You know what I mean? It just—it just Hashem, like whatever. You're not able to get out as easily as the other person. That's called victim consciousness. We I spent know, but, a lot of time discussing this for a while, with Cliff and other chavrin. We could call it whatever we want. At the end of the day, that's the status that you're that you're identifying with, and as long as you're identifying with that status, you're in shackles. You could. It's not bad or good, holy, not holy. It is. It just is what it is. It's like, how often do we stop like, stop doing there and be like, ah, wow, Hashem, it was so amazing the way that you chose to create, create us. Usually we're like, man, I can't believe you created me like this. <laughs> right? But really, the opposite is actually true. The opposite is like stop and realize, wow, Shem had in mind that he differentiates me by, from an animal by the fact that I could get, I could unlock my own myself from my own handcuffs, what a Gilui! What a revelation that is! It takes a long time until I get there, but once I have that revelation, I'm working with a completely different set of tools of going through this world. I'm going through this world. I want I want I want to. I just want a okay. few more minutes, okay? Okay, now if you I don't know what it's by you there are there two like. Smaller paragraphs by you? Mm-hmm. So skip to the next where it says Nimza. Do you see? No. Okay. Nimtza. Nimtza is also in brackets? No. 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 After the brackets. Yeah. Nimtza. Don't think right now that what differentiates me from animals is that I could actually make sounds and voices that formulate words and letters and words. That's not called koach adibur. You know why? Animals, know. huh? Pets, parrots do that also. And there's other weird stuff going on with animals. You know? I have... No. I'm gonna, I have a friend. It, it, it ends there. I have a friend. No, I mean, like you could see a lot of weird, a lot of interesting stuff. That's not koach adibur. That's not koach Be koach klula hadat That's koach that's when you're called a medaber. Even if you never bring these things to actual formation, This is I'm going to ask you a hard question. How many times do we daven? And without da'at hadibur, without kol ha'dibur, right? So Rabbi Nachman knew that people would be under the assumption that they're that they're using kol by davening, but by shachras minchah and of nachon. But we, you understand where we're going with this, obviously. That like you can't really do hispodedus without Da hadibur, without real kol ha'dibur. Because you'll stop after two minutes. You know? You're not going to spend like you know ten minutes, twelve minutes going over his like you're reading a book, right? You won't do that. You'll stop. You mean because there's no khiv to do it anyway? With davening, you don't stop because you have a khiv. so you have to keep on speaking. I mean, the greatest thing in the world is that within davening, you're you're davening with da'at tadi koach adibur. That's the highest thing in the world so our i mean to, to sum up today we're going to stop here some of today is like what he's saying over here is that i think what he's saying over here like that's why i wanted to really get to this last paragraph is that it is such a privilege it is such a privilege to, to stop and think about the way that hashem decided to create human beings that he gave us we so could alamaka. you know we all know how to talk before we know how to experience anything almost right like that that, 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 that consumes us, more or less. But koach adibur is something that if you, once you, once you recognize its power, and you realize this is what removes me from being in jail, what takes me out of jail, this is what takes me out of being so, just completely taken by something that I wish I wasn't, then you, we just, we, we wouldn't ignore that koach. We wouldn't ignore, we wouldn't let, a day go by without using the Koh Khadibo to continue to swim through through the world towards the areas that I want to go. Like we, we we wouldn't abuse it by not using it. Yeah. But I'm still waiting for the tools of how to talk when we can't talk. I know. We Baruch Hashem. we we have a whole year to learn and, and, and a lot more times this, year. you know, we have we have hopefully lifetimes to learn, yeah. but it's me too. Um but it's all here. And it's not just here. It's Rav Erez Moshe Doron, is another Rav in Brussels. We're going to be learning him after this. That is, it is, ma tool by tool, like, in the most amazing way. Rav Erez just donated a whole chunk of his uh, uh, to our library of uh, all his books in English that, that are printed. He gave it. He gave it to the shul a few weeks ago. We have them now, Nowadays, we have them. Even though, even though, really, Rabbi Nachman says it clearly. He really does say very, very clearly. But we're gonna. The more the dorot continue, the more that there are more and more tools are needed, in order to use this to, to become who we want to become. So we have a lot more to do. But this is just very important that we continue to realize what the power of the dibur is all about, which is koach hafrada, the power of separation, separating us from that which we're absorbed in, and then making a decision: Do I want to stay there or not? Could be I'll say I actually want to stay here, but it has to come after koach adat, koach dibur. Okay, and not just go, go, go. Yeah. Um, I'm just thinking that, like, a lot of people um, um, think that speaking about something is a sign of weakness, and particularly, you know, like, um, it's sort of like very sort of unequal that women are more (laughs) likely to speak about what's on their mind. Not in Shira David. (laughs) (laughs) You should have seen the other night her husband led here a a breathing. a breathing Fabringen and and people there were they were we were a bunch of m- old grown men wearing it all on our sleeve all out yeah. but i i know what you mean it's not it's a fool it's the exact opposite yeah it's right. strength right. oh my gosh is it strength yeah. yeah we should get strong we should get koach. we should be healthy mm-hmm. it's just all things that should happen in our lives okay